Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you are having an amazing day. I mean it, just staying grateful, positive, and right here, right now, in this moment. And in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we are talking to Miss Andrea Freeman, who is a mindful business coach and peak performance planner who works extensively with creative entrepreneurs to support them in their evolution. She is actually the creator of the host method, which is on a mission to help service-based business owners realign with their purpose, create greater financial freedom, fulfillment, and actually make a difference in the world. She actually worked as a red carpet events and hospitality manager and event planner, and she saw what it takes to operate at the top 1% with her red carpet celebrities and high net worth individuals. And she draws on that experience to help people like you and I, happy hustlers out there, really become better versions of ourselves. And in this episode, we go deep down the rabbit hole of the mindset it takes to achieve peak performance and to actually increase your visibility. And visibility is really important now more than ever in this digital economy that is so infiltrated with noise. It's really important to step into your power and really become more visible. Visibility is the new currency, getting brand awareness, sharing your products and your services in the most effective and efficient way. So we talk about that stuff and more in this episode. And I think if you want to learn more about uh, Andrea, it'd be worth your time to go to andreafreemanconsulting.com. And she also is hosting a masterclass that you can go to andreafreeman.com backslash consult or andreafreemanconsulting.com forward slash masterclass. And she's going to teach you how to actually increase your visibility by guesting on other people's podcasts, which I think is very effective medium to share your message. So we talk about visibility, we talk about peak performance and mindset in this episode, and it's really beneficial. So without further ado, Let's dive in to this episode of the Happy SO Podcast. Real quick, guys, I just want to thank this episode's sponsor, Bioptimizer, who is bringing to market one of the best products regarding magnesium. And if you didn't know, 80% of Americans are deficient in magnesium. And it's not just one of those things where you take more and you're going to become suddenly healthy and optimized. You need the right kinds of magnesium. Now, Magnesium Breakthrough actually has all seven forms of magnesium that you need in the proper ratio. That's why I take it. That's why I love it. It's a staple right before I go to bed. I take two pills and I go right to sleep. And then I wake up restful with deep REM sleep under my belt, ready to seize the day. You guys get the hookup from listening to the Happy Hustle podcast by going to magnesiumbreakthrough.com and then use code HAPPY. You can save up to 33% if you get multiple bottles. And the best part is you actually get 365 days to decide if you like it or not because they have a money back guarantee. 
for the next year. So you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So check it out. Thanks again by Optimizers. And I highly recommend Magnesium Breakthrough. Now let's get back into this episode. All right, Andrea Freeman, welcome to the Happy Hustle podcast. I am super excited to connect. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. I mean, you are an executive peak performance coach for entrepreneurs. You're also a red carpet experience celebrity event planner, plus so many other things. You talk about increasing your visibility and really stepping into your own power in order to manifest your dream reality, which is right up the happy hustles alley. I knew we had to have a chat, but besides all those things, Andrea, what's something interesting about yourself that not too many people know? Hmm. Well, not too many people know that I am a lifetime member of the Girl Scouts and that I earned my Ooh. gold award as a Girl Scout. That's not something that comes up at a party very often, you know? So, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a fun little tidbit. <laughs> there you go. That is, I mean, I feel like the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts of America, like they teach really great life skills, you know? Um that's that's pretty awesome that you're part of it. So do you still have, keep a back stock of the, the cookies or what? Somehow those cookies find their way to my pantry. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I know you're into camping and stuff. Like literally I've been camping since I was like five years old um, every single year. So um, that's that's just part of my DNA at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very cool. I mean, I love camping for sure, especially you know, living out here in Montana, this is great camping uh, environment. And, you know, we were actually just talking about the Montana mastermind, which is a whole camping experience. And uh, yeah, we're excited about that. I'm also excited to talk about increasing your visibility, because I know the happy hustlers out there, this is a, this is often a sticking point, you know, it's like, you okay, you feel really great about your offer or your product or your service, but you're not necessarily getting the traction or the visibility or the brand awareness that we may desire. What would you say, just diving in, is one really powerful strategy that you've seen effective to increase your vi visibility? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, visibility, I think at this point we can all agree is like critical for business success. Right. And I found it out firsthand at, in my celebrity event planning business, cause I wasn't always a celebrity event planner. So I know what it's like to wake up every single day. Like I'm really good at this thing. My half, my craft is really honed in. Like I just serve so many people if I could just freaking find them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mm. tried the paid advertising. I, you know, I tried all the things and I, what I, saw is that once I mapped on to somebody else's celebrity, like the exposure, the credibility, the recognition that came with it, it was night and day. So that mm. happened in my event planning business. And then when I transitioned eventually to coaching, I was like, I'm not going to forget about that experience. Like, I'm not going to grind it out. I'm not going to wait to get, like, I'm going to put myself out there. How do I map onto other people's celebrity and credibility? And so what I did is I started guesting on podcasts. I started like this conversation that we're about to have. I started like really actively going on people's podcasts and positioning myself in my authority, in my zone of genius and like having natural conversations, allowing myself to be positioned in front of the audience that I know is my target ideal client. And then they come to me. So 
I do that in my own business. And that is actually something that I teach other people how to do, other entrepreneurs how to do. I, like I've had clients turn show hosts into, into their own coaching clients or their own marketing clients. It works for a lot of different kinds of businesses. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my favorite way because I love mm. to talk. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a very effective strategy guesting on people's podcasts. And, you know, I get hit up all the time from people trying to come on my show. And I, and I think it's, you know, there's a right way to do it. And then there's a wrong way to do it. You know, like you see the templated emails that just get fired off. And then there's like, you can obviously tell they change the happy hustle and what they love about it in, in the sentence structure. And it's like, come on guys, you know, everyone knows what's, what's going on here. Let's, let's dive a little deeper into the strategy behind podcast guesting and doing it most effectively. What, do you, what would you say is the best practices in order to really get your, yourself on other shows? Yeah, yeah. So this comes down to honestly what are best practices in general about business. But honestly, it's about serving. It's about offering more. It's about being generous. It's about being collaborative. And that's what's so great about the podcasting space is it is a community of people who are open, ready to receive and be collaborative. So if you go into it with that mindset of like really dialed in to what your service is about, what you have to offer, like how it helps people and how it could potentially make an impact in the world and with a spirit of generosity that's the key to success because I mean I feel really passionate that people buy your energy and they buy your vibe before they buy your service before they buy what the thing is that you're selling so mm -hmm. if you go into it with that mindset and that set of you know state of mind then you get picked up on more shows. You actually get to have conversations with people who are excited to have you there instead of just like rote, you know, conversations that are robotic and that then position you as a thought leader because you get to show up in your dynamic full scope of your power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it, I, you, you mentioned just the vibe, like the overall energy that you bring to the table. I feel like that alone is, is something that I can attribute even my success to, or at least whatever success I've had is the energy that I bring is, is one of, of service first and, and gratitude, you know, like really grateful to be here, you know, just attempting to add as much value as possible. I think a lot of people out there, they live in this taker mentality, you know, where it's like, what is this person potentially going to be able to offer me? Okay rather than showing up. And it's easier said than done. Obviously, we all have a little bit of ulterior motives, like even you coming on this, you know, conversation, I'm sure you would love to get some new happy hustlers as your coaching clients. That's okay, because Andrea has a great service to provide. Why not if you believe in your product or service? The point is, she's still showing up in wholeheartedly to give value first, you know, and that's where I think, one of the big mindset shifts, giving value first, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. I just, I don't see that enough. Right. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what I'm teaching people how to do is how to really fill themselves up, be so confident in their offer, like get to that place where you are not looking for the thing that your business or that you are lacking, which is where so many business owners are creating from, right? Like I don't have X revenue. I don't have X number of clients, but I want that. And so how do I get that thing? How do I fill this void? Instead, you get yourself so filled up and so dialed into what you have to offer 
offer that then you go out in this world in this very inspired way and you're sharing really authentically, really generously. And you know, I mean, it's a cliche, but what goes around comes around. Like it does come back to you if you go into it with that spirit of generosity. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, I, I mean, karma's like, 100% real in my opinion, you know, and it comes around, uh, you get out what you, what you put in. And it's just one of those things that I, I think definitely being mindful of how you're showing up in every interaction, especially to the people who you think may not be able to offer you anything, you know, mm. um, mm. you know, you think about it, like, I know people who maybe aren't necessarily at the level that I'm at. And, and I treat them with the same respect as I do someone who's way further beyond, because I know they're growing and evolving. And I always just want to be a, you know, the love and light in every interaction. And also I've, I've seen it as like the opposite where people have disrespected me or treated me as a lesser than, or, or not necessarily like equal in a mastermind. And frankly, I wasn't an equal, but you still, you could treat people with respect and dignity because now I am, and I don't want to do business with them. And they've reached out, you know, and it's like, mm. you know, the karma again, like people remember how, how you make them feel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that Maya Angelou, right? She says people will forget like the things you said, but they will not forget how you made them feel like, and that mm -hmm. that's just exactly how the world works. And so I had a mentor one time who said that if you stay curiously engaged in every conversation, your life will always be sweet. And I think that that is so true because you never really know, like, and especially this day and age, like it's getting harder and harder to tell, like, who is like a millionaire and who is just up and coming, right? Like we're starting to all kind of look the same, right? There's no particular <laughs> right. like business look anymore, right? And so to, to base our interactions on our assumptions, we're leaving so much, well, beyond money, but like so much experience on the table, right? Like that full scope of human relatedness is available to us when we relate to people in a way that like we're curious as opposed to, I assume I already know everything about you. Yeah. Yeah. Great point there. Well, I want to dive into mindset and peak performance specifically, Andrea, because I don't know if you know this, but I, I worked in the biohacking space for about three years, like high level, you know, working with Fortune 500 CEOs and professional athletes and seeing what the top, you know, 1% of peak performers are doing, like their morning routines, their optimized night routines, their supplement protocols, nutrition plays, exercise, the whole shebang. We were doing all of it. And I'm curious when I see people talk like interested in, and, and also you know, offering mindset and peak performance. I'm always curious to learn from people like you too. What would you say is a peak performance and we'll, we'll call it a happy hustle hack, something that you do. I always like to say happy hustle hacks. That's, um, you know, something that you do that you've seen effective in your own life that really elevates your business. Yeah. 
So, you know, as a celebrity event planner, I was exactly where you were, like with those people who are at that top 1%, who are really performing at a very high level and at a very high level, not in a like crash and burn way, not in that like one hit wonder way, but in a really sustained way, you know, like years at the top of their game. And I feel so incredibly grateful to be able to see behind the curtain because when you're an event planner, you really see behind the curtain. You're in people's homes for weeks, right? Like... Uh, I've had clients where I moved into their home and was setting up an event before they even moved into their new homes. I mean, like that kind of stuff, right? So you get to see behind the curtain and what you see is really incredible. The morning routines, like you said, or, you know, like the spirituality practices or the the commitment to um, nutrition and health and wellness and all of those things. So for me, the biggest thing that I noticed was a deep commitment to personal and inner development. I feel like across the board, what I noticed was that the people who I was working with who are sustaining their results at this very high level are willing to take 100% responsibility for who they're being in their life and the results that they're producing. So, uh, you know, I decided to kind of start testing it out in my business when I was, you know, starting to gain that visibility, but still everything was feeling like a lot of work. I was like, how is it that these people are doing these things? And it seems like opportunities are finding them. And that was what I got really curious about. And so I started to look at what was going on inside of my own event planning business. And I recognized that a lot of what I was doing and um, the way I was kind of going after business at the time was based on what was kind of like common in the industry, like where people were typically getting, you know, what's everybody else doing? How are other people marketing? And I was like, that is no longer like cutting it, right? It's time to step out and be 100% responsible and cultivate my own inner, you know, being and let that drive my results. And so I developed what I call the host your life method. And so you can be one of two ways in your business. You can be a guest in your life in your business and when you're a guest at a party let's say you don't have a say in who's invited what the music is playing like what food is on the menu you take what's offered and sometimes it's amazing but sometimes there's something missing right like you would have done it differently so if you would do it differently you want to create something that's authentically yours you have to be the host so this is in alignment mm. with what those peak performers are doing. If they're hosting their lives, they are honoring their why. They're really deeply related to something that drives them, that calls to their soul, a purpose, something bigger than them, whatever you want to call it, but really clear about what their why is and how they honor it. Just knowing your why isn't enough. Honoring it every single day takes it to the next level. So after you're honoring mm. your why, you have to own who you truly are. You have to stop keeping parts of yourself at arm's length and not letting all of who you are shine through. You have to stop doubting yourself. You have to move out of that imposter syndrome. You have to move through that self-doubt. And that is where the mindset work really comes in. That's where you shift your perspective. So that's the S. Mm -hmm. That's the meditation. That's the journaling. That's the daily walk in nature. That's that's the thing that you do to quiet yourself down to be able to hear what that inner intuition that's really calling to be expressed so that you're not just delivering the results that like are expected of you or what everybody else wants to see or what everybody else thinks they should be doing in your industry, but you're feeling called 
to serve in a way that allows you to take inspired action. And so that's the final piece. Like I said, not creating from that place of lack or scarcity or I don't have what I want, but really sharing your gifts generously and inspired to put out there that thing that you do that's not like anybody else and you're, you're so clear that why you do what you do the way you do it that you share incredibly generously so when mm. you're a host of your life that's when it's all singing yeah i love that hosting your life versus being a guest at you know someone else's party like that's such a great analogy because well first of all i love hosting parties and events and so i totally get that and then when i go to other people's parties or events i can always see what may be missing just from that lens of a host and it's again it's like writing your own story versus reading you reading it you know it's like you have to be the captain of your ship right you have to be the host of your own party and i think that's a great mindset uh, to make sure that, you know, the happy hustlers out there listening are, are really focused on hosting their own lives and, and just owning it. Um, mm. Now I'm curious in, in terms of your first hustle, I always like to ask my, my guests, you know, what was the first thing that you did for money, Andrea? Well, can you recall? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I started a babysitting business when I was 12. Nice. That was actually, that was tied to my little fun fact there at the beginning, which is that I, my Girl Scout troop, we all got certified as babysitters, but not everybody started a business for whatever reason. I was like, I got an idea. Printed off those flyers. I started marketing, monetizing. I was like, I'm going to work. <laughs> so that go. was my first little hustle. It didn't last long though. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, I, I, I did some babysitting early on. I did some lawn work, you know, some the lemonade, the stands, the whole shebang. I think, you know, being an entrepreneur from an early age, you just pivot and evolve, try to continue to solve problems. Right. That's, that's what it's all about. Um, but yeah, that's funny that you did that. Let, let's dive into your coaching business. And, and I want to talk about specifically, you know, how, how it actually functions and some of the different, you know, like offerings that you provide and, and what you think maybe something you've seen with your clients that you could share with the happy hustlers, like something you see as a common mistake, especially when you're increasing visibility, when you, you know, cause as a, as a coach, you really intimately get to learn the problems that are holding people back. Right. That's your job, right. To learn the problems and then, and then solve them with them. So I'm curious, you know, with your coaching business, have you seen repeated problems in terms of visibility and, and have, have you found an, a solution that you can share with the happy hustlers that, might be, uh, you know, beneficial. Yeah. So this is interesting. This is such a great question. I see across the board, people who are new to business, people who are already seven figure earners who were ready to call in more alignment in their business, right? And wanting those clients that really resonate with them so that they can like just feel good about the work that they're doing, right? Feeling like they're aligned with the clients that they're working with. And the number one thing that gets in people's way is not knowing what to do because very often they know, okay, I should be guesting on more podcasts or I should be whatever the thing is, right? But what gets in their way in having them take action on the thing that they know they should be doing is very often 
a certain kind of not sure that they're good enough, like a lack of confidence, right? Because it seems like everybody who's already doing that thing is more of an expert than me, right? Mm. And so I feel that there are these things to work through when it comes to the mindset that it takes to become more visible because there are always increasing levels of visibility when we're trying to put ourselves out there and attract those people who really resonate with our the, the mission of our business and our work. And, you know, a lot of what gets in our way is really decisions that we made a long time ago, right? People who are successful look like X, Y, and Z. It's a lot of subconscious stuff that we don't even know is at play, whether it's actually about the visibility of itself, fear of being judged, fear of, you know, you know, being rejected, all of those kinds of things, or the, on the flip side, the fear of the success. Like, I know I'm going to get on that show and I know I'm going to crush it. And if that happens and I get this like flood of business, I'm not sure I can handle it. I'm not sure I really want that success. So th there's that fe avoiding failure and also avoiding success that becomes like almost paralyzing. And what usually works to move through that is being able to just get to the foundational belief that's at play, that subconscious belief that's at play. And this is where, honestly, like I'm a certified hypnotherapist for exactly this reason, because nice. I just felt like you know, okay, I can go at, you know, I can give people all the journal assignments in the world, but that's such a cerebral exercise, right? And I can only access so much, but so much of what's at play, people don't even necessarily have access to. So when I get in there and work with people and they find out that what's behind their fear of being visible or belief that nothing is going to, you know, nothing in marketing is really going to work for me is that when my parents got divorced and I was four years old, I made the decision that I can't have what I want in life. And I've been building a business and a life on top of I can't have what I want in life. No wonder life has been so hard, <laughs> right? And that, mm. that's like a real actual example of something that was uncovered in a hypnosis session that like once we got rid of that and once we dissolved, because when these foundational, like these really almost very often traumatic experiences happen early in our lives, it's almost like we don't allow ourselves to fully experience those emotions and we shove them down and we're telling ourselves we're okay, but we're really building on top of it when we allow ourselves to fully experience the emotion, cry all the tears, get it all out, like just really fully feel it. Eventually you do arrive at a place where you've experienced it all. There are no more tears to cry and you're just complete with the experience. At that point, you get to choose to put it aside and create something new. And that's where we have a lot of fun with the journal stuff and with the new affirmations and the new programming and, and all of that. But but we're not going to build on top of the garbage heap, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I mean, it's, it's the war between our ears, you know, the, the monkey mind that gets in most of our ways. And, you know, it's something that I've seen in my own life too, where my subconscious beliefs actually manifest into my reality. So now I'm very, very cognizant of what I tell myself and, to your point, you can't build a foundation on a garbage heap like of, of toxic thoughts, right? The self-limiting beliefs. What are some of those stories that you've seen? And then what are the stories that you replaced them with? 
Mm. So I've seen I've seen all kinds of cases of uh, and a lot of cases actually. This is pretty common of I'm unlovable, right? And replacing them with uh, you know with things like I have people who who love and appreciate me exactly the way I am, and everywhere I go I fit in, right? So now. Y- that sounds like, well, that's an obvious replacement, right? But the thing is, if you don't do that work in between, which is experiencing all of the feelings, all of the really raw emotions, you can try all day to replace with an affirmation and try to ingrain it, but you're not going to move the subconscious thought until you move the energy. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. How do you move that energy? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a really kind of a technical process in the in the <laughs> hypnosis sessions, right? Um, but it is a full and complete experience of the emotion of actually allowing yourself to fully see it, allow yourself to fully be with it, and allow yourself to fully embody it and experience it at a very visceral level. And when you move through it in that way, it it stops being it stops being in control of you. But did you ever have a headache, right? This is like a we all get headaches, right? And you're like annoyed that you have a headache. I wish this headache would go away. I wish this headache would go away. But if you just stop and let yourself really feel your headache, it's gone almost immediately. That is the that is the energetic experience that you have with any thought, with any belief, with any um, emotion that you've experienced in your lifetime. Now, what I think they say we're having like some 60,000 thoughts, thoughts a second, right? Like it's like so many thoughts that you can't possibly keep up with them. But you, you're energetically experiencing every single one of them. So if one of them is really kind of clogged, then you start to build up a lot of other emotion that gets like kind of mapped onto it starts to become like an even bigger clog and an even bigger clog. So to let yourself fully experience that root emotion or, you know, trauma and work through it allows you to clear up the flow and allows all of those emotions to, to have space to be expressed. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great points there. I mean, I think about some of, you know, the trauma that I've, I've experienced and what I've, what I realized, I, I've done a couple plant medicine ceremonies. I'm not like super deep down that rabbit hole, but I've, I've experienced them and what they were explaining in those ceremonies, or at least in the pre, you know, work ahead of time is that when you experience trauma or some type of negative emotion, it gets almost locked into your, your brain cortex and, and the layers within your being. And, and that's the emotion that we associate with that thought. And in order to reprogram your brain, now I'm no Joe Dispenza here, but you know, uh, you have to actually experience that emotion, flush it out, and then recreate a new emotion for that thought in order to progress. And that's basically what I hear you talking about is, you know, you have to bring it up to light to the surface and then work through it, relabeling it in in your being, like inside yourself with a new emotion. I think that's a very important point. Like I, I oftentimes see the self-limiting stories of happy hustlers and, you know, entrepreneurs and family and friends holding them back. And I think when you can 
kind of, as Tony Robbins says, divorce your story and marry the truth, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's what really, I think will take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. So great points there. Um, this has been awesome. Let, let's dive into what I like to call the happy hustle hacks portion of, of the episode where I'm basically going to just explore a couple different disciplines. The first one being health. I know how important health is. I know you know how important health is. I'm curious, do you have a happy hustle hack, something tangible that you do for your health that you think would be beneficial to share with the happy hustlers? Yeah. I mean, so many things. So I went to school when um, I was a professional um, public school teacher for a while, and I left that to become a a chef. And I actually trained in at a very special school that teaches Eastern and Western philosophy of nutrition with French culinary arts. So food as medicine is like totally my jam. And I don't do it professionally anymore, but I incorporate it for myself and I teach my clients about, you know, doing a lot of these things. And so, I mean, obviously, like I try to eat as much like natural, local, organic, like, you know, as I possibly can. I love to, you know, garden when the growing season, I live in the Northeast. So, you know, we're in the middle of the growing season right now as much as I can and just be connected to my, to my food source. I think that there is a lot of actually nutritional benefit from being connected to the food, like actually touching the dirt. You know, that's a whole other. (laughs) Well, I just watered my garden, like right before this interview. So I'm. I'm pitching what you're catching. Or, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, Catch what so, you're pitching. So all of- <laughs> I knew what you meant. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. So, I'm all about that. I mean, as as much as you can be involved in, in cultivating your food, right? But that's not necessarily practical for everybody, right? And especially, you know, um, some people don't even love to cook, right? So my thing is really about like not necessarily that you have to touch it all like okay if you can yes and if that calls to you yes but do what you can to be as connected to it as conscious and as um involved in the process don't be just a passive consumer i mean we can go very very little time without eating right like it is something that we all have to do so to be intentional about it makes all the difference and whatever that looks like for you um i think you have to do what feels right for you but that's that's my hack i don't know that's really long answer i hope i answered the question (laughs) (laughs) well just in being intentional with what you eat i think that's the take home there is like food is thy medicine it's the fuel to your business to your body and um yeah i just think it's very important so yeah that answered it (laughs) let's dive into money I think it's very important to talk about money. I, I see money as a tool. You know, it's a, it's a frequency. It's something that we can either use for good or for evil, right? Um, mm-hmm. But what is a happy hustle hack for money in, in, in your life? Maybe something that you've used to spend or save or invest wisely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, something regarding money. Yeah, So I feel like, you know, as a business owner, we're always looking at like, am I bringing in enough? Could I be bringing more? Do I want to be bringing more? Right. And so I think that that comes down to, and I agree with you that tool is like, you know, money is an energetic tool. Um, So I always approach it from that perspective. So um, when I am wanting to receive more of it, I really dive more into receiving and, um, that opens up the ability to cultivate and receive more of really anything. So I don't only look at where am I receiving money, but I also look at where am I open to receiving 
compliments? Where am I resisting compliments? Where am I open to receiving help? Where am I resisting asking for the help that I know would, would make a difference in my business, right? When you open yourself up to receiving more, right? Receiving more answers, not necessarily having to micromanage the universe and, you know, have all the answers yourself, but open yourself up to receiving answers. Just opening yourself up to receiving at least I found, and this seems to work for all my clients, so I'm going to go with this, is when you open up to receiving, you by default get more money, but you just have to open up to receiving in general as a concept, and it allows the energy to flow because the universe doesn't really care if it is flowing to you with money or compliments or the things that you want, right? Like it's, it's just sending you the, the energy of those things. So when you receive and you align yourself with receiving that energy, you just, you get more of it. Hmm. Yeah. Well said. I mean, just opening yourself up to receiving the abundance in every capacity, but specifically with yeah. money, I think it's, yeah, it's a great point. Let's talk about spirituality. Uh, do you have a happy hustle hack for spirituality? I mean, for me, you know, I don't believe in one God or another necessarily. I believe in higher power, you know, and I pray and I meditate and I think it's very important to have faith. Do you have a, you know, happy hustle hack for spirituality that you can share? Yeah. So I, I'm in the same camp as you. Um, I'm definitely more of a spiritual person than aligned with any one particular religion or anything. But I definitely feel like it, it is hard to receive the the abundance of that source, of that energy, of that spirit, right? When you're kind of running on the hamster wheel. So I definitely like to cultivate space to be able to receive. So for like you said, meditating, I'm a huge advocate for meditating. I'm a twice a day kind of girl, uh, whatever works for you, but whatever gets you into that space of being able to get in touch with and hear your inner voice, which I believe is connected to source is going to pay dividends in all areas of your life. Mm, yeah. So true. Yeah. Great points there. I mean, definitely just connecting, being, you know, present, grateful, still, um, you know, twice a day. I'm a once a day guy, but one day maybe I'll, I'll get there. Uh, you know, it's, it's no wonder like the highest peak performers at, at the top of the level or at top of every level are, are, you know, meditators, um, mm -hmm. or at least the majority that I know. So it, I just think it's important for the happy hustlers to implement that, that into the routine. Great points there. Now, Andrea, I'm curious, where can people find out more about you? Before we get into the rapid fire round, I want to just give you an opportunity to, you know, and, and the happy hustlers to learn more about you and kind of what you're up to. I know you got something pretty cool coming up with the, with the masterclass. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah. So I have a masterclass coming up. It's called the podcast powerhouse masterclass. And that is really for anybody who's ready to step into their visibility and their credibility and have their business be more profitable in a very authentic aligned way. So it's a free masterclass. We do it, um, you know, inside my private Facebook group. But if you want information about what it's all about, you can just go to andrewfreemanconsulting.com forward slash masterclass. All right. Andrea Freeman consulting.com just as it sounds, it's spelled and then backslash or forward slash masterclass. Awesome. Well, let's dive into the rapid fire round. This is basically just where I ask you random questions uh, and you answer honestly. First thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay, let's do it. All right. Favorite food. Go. <laughs> Favorite food. Potatoes. <laughs> oh, potatoes. Favorite movie. 
The Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Favorite book? Uh, you Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Nice. <laughs> What's your spirit animal, Andrea? Oh, it's a peacock. Oh, I've never heard that. Best business advice? Mm, let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution. Mm. If you could have a billboard that just was basically shared to the entire world with your last piece of content, what would that billboard say? Love. Oh, very nice. Three things you're most grateful for right now in this moment. Uh, the torrential rains that just started because I know that that is feeding my <laughs> garden. <laughs> um, yeah. My amazing, curious, and sassy six-year-old daughter and uh, my wonderful, supportive husband. It was that awesome. four things. Love Can it. I not count? <laughs> yeah. no, it counts. It counts. That checks out. Those are awesome. And, and one superpower. If you could have one superpower, what would that be? Listening. Awesome. Love it. One word you wish to be synonymous with your name for the rest of your life. Ooh. Wow. You didn't stop me in my tracks until right now. One word. That feels intense. Um, I guess. I mean, I feel like it's the same as my billboard. I think it's love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That works. This has been awesome, Andrea. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you. I, I thank you for sharing your love, your light, and your wisdom with the Happy Hustlers. Um, any final thoughts before I ask you the last question? No. I mean, we've gone the gamut here. This has been really wonderful. Thanks for your listening. I think that you really you create a space here for people to really share their gifts with the world. And I think that that's, that's what I'm always talking about with podcasting and what's possible. So thanks. Awesome. Love that. Final question, Andrea. What does happy hustling mean to you? Happy hustling means no longer hustling, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's really about getting to that place where you reach true mastery. They say when you're a true master that there's very little distinction between work and play. And to get to that place where you can live in that zone and do the things that you're most passionate about where it's hard for yourself. Maybe other people from the outside think, oh, you're always working. But for you, it feels like play in your world. That's that's the place. Mm, love that. It's been awesome. Andrea Freeman, thank you for your time. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. We're out. Peace and love. One more thing, guys. If you want to do more than just listen to the Happy Hustle podcast, but actually implement all the amazing tips, tools, and tactics you're learning here, then I highly recommend you register now for the upcoming Soul Mapping Masterclass at thehappyhustle.com backslash soul mapping. That's S-O-U-L-M-A-P-P-I-N. I am pulling back the curtain of my secret soul mapping system. This is how the top 1% of successful entrepreneurs are avoiding burnout, creating healthy work-life balance, and crushing their business goals. And I'm basically going to give it all to you for free. All you got to do is register now and show up. If you're hearing this, that means there's one coming up very soon and that you can be on it. You can meet me live and we can actually break down this soul mapping system and you can implement it in your life. So you can increase that income and you can increase that impact and 
skyrocket your happiness in the process. I really hope I see you on this live masterclass. It's coming up very soon, and you better register right now at thehappyhustle.com backslash soulmapping if you want to get a spot. All right, y'all. Thanks again for listening. Peace and love. I'm out. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.